from the Five Stripes Room in Stone Mountain, Georgia, where it is definitely not neck and neck. It is the Five Takes Podcast. We are back like the U.S. men's national team. Let's fucking go. Oh, from the depths of darkness from where we were back in 2018 to, to where we are now. What a difference. Um... Back-to-back wins against Mexico, Gold Cup, Nations League, the two most important tournaments in the world. It feels good. It feels good. It feels a little bit weird to be talking about the men winning things and the women not, even though the women did get a bronze in the Olympics, so congratulations to them. But um feels good. This is definitely the most hopeful I have been about the U.S. men's national team since ever. Uh, at least since, you know, the Landon Donovan days of, but, but even then it was just, you know, we were just praying and, and, and living on a hope. This, this feels different. This feels like, I mean, we're not exactly world beaters right now, but you know, we'd be Mexico twice with practically two different teams against their A team. That's not nothing y'all. Just feels like foundations are being laid here. Like, feels good. I think we can make a decent run in Qatar in 2022, and uh, hopefully keep that momentum when we when we bring it here in 26. So anyhow, uh, it's just me tonight. Kristen is on a, a crazy work schedule. I'm about to be as well, even though maybe not as crazy as it's been in the past. I think I might actually be on a decent show. And it has been a minute since I have been able to say that. It's called Queens. It's going to be airing on ABC this fall. It's quirky. Funny. It actually... Um, it's going to be a big show for ABC. I think I think it might actually be decent. I know. I'm always looking for red flags just because of the shows that I've been on have been nightmares. But I think I might be on a good one. And uh, speaking of good ones, another good one that you should go see, Sherwood Chiropractic. Talk about him every week. It's going to be harder for me to go see him. It's going to be harder for Christian to see him because of her schedule. But we'll find our way in. I'm going to try to go this weekend if I can. You should too. If you need chiropractic care. Everybody needs chiropractic care. And they are the best in town. They are the best that I have been to. And I will continue to go to them uh, as long as I'm here in Atlanta. So give them a call at the office. Mindy is usually on the other end of the line. You can reach them at 404-321-0082. And uh, they're open Tuesday through Saturdays. Monday, Sunday close. Saturday is pretty clutch, especially for if you're working that Monday through Friday life. Try to keep your appointments. They are really busy. I do believe that there is a um, missed appointment fee. If you're canceling like less than 24 hours, but apart from that, they're really good about working with your schedule and getting you in at the last minute. If you need to You can find them on the web as well at Sherwood chiropractic center.com. All right, jump into some takes here. And one of them's going to require a little bit of revision. I think I may, I may have been, Oh, I may have been a little hard on the boat, but we'll get into that. So, number one, I think the Sosa hype train 
and I, I was I'll raise my hand and say that I was uh I was a passenger on it. Hell, I was I was probably the conductor on this train. Um it it, it may have it may have been too high too much expectation placed on him too early. Um I mean he still has what maybe he's coming up on on 20 professional games in in his career. So he's still young, he's still inexperienced, he's still learning. Um but he he looked phenomenal at, at the start of this thing. The team was also in a different point at the start of the season, but he just hasn't looked great lately. He looked shaky again last night. Missed passes, mistimed tackles, and just kind of bad positioning off the ball. Just it doesn't look like the confidence is there for him uh, right now, and and in the past month, really. A lot of games, condensed schedule, tired legs. It just doesn't doesn't quite look like he's he's in it right now. And very little impact on the game, but. That that could be, you know, just looking at it from where we kind of were expecting him to be at this point, or maybe where I was expecting him to be. I think a lot of people were expecting him to be just because he started off so hot and we were like, my gosh, this guy's going to be, you know, MLS All-Star, best 11. Uh, we're going to, teams are going to be pining for him. And it just, it kind of hasn't been the case um, with Sosa. But, you know. Young player, I I think I I hope we do keep him. I still think there is uh, potential there uh, for him to develop and uh, eventually come good. So number two, and this one's gonna need a little revision. Just watching the game, I really just felt like Barco wasn't in it, and I was really ready to just hit that sale button and, and move on. I just saw him so many times just kind of killing momentum, killing a counter. You know, the ball would turn over. He's got options on the wing either side, kind of get the ball forward. And as Barco is prone to do, he hangs onto the ball too long. And oftentimes just instead of playing the the option on the outside, he, he cuts inside. Oftentimes finds himself nowhere to go, can't out dribble the defense, got two, three defenders on him, and is forced to drop it back. That being said, Sofa Score, literally everybody else, I think I'm in the minority here, is is rating him really high. I mean, yes, he, he absolutely did. He got the assist for Joseph. He made an incredible speedy run down the down the center of the park. Got the ball to Joseph and he angrily puts it in the net. He created, I think, four opportunities, four good chances last night. So maybe I'm just looking at this. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being biased here. And um, I'm just letting my biases take over. I don't know. I guess uh, statistically he had a good game. It's just Barco has never really been at the level we we need him to be at. And every once in a while, he shows up and has a decent game, has some fleeting moments of brilliance, contributes here and there. I just don't, that's just, it's just not enough. It's it's too inconsistent. And I guess I'm at the point, if he doesn't just outright ball out in a game, I, I guess I'm just not seeing his, his positive contributions. 
But in, in fairness to Barco, they were there last night. He did get an assist. He did create opportunities. And I guess I, I'm just not seeing it because I think personally for me, I am very much over the boat show and, and ready to move on from that. But I wanted to be fair there and say that, you know, he, he didn't play terribly last night. And um, so I'll raise my hand and, and admit I probably kind of just missaw that one. Uh, number three. I think we've seen a lot from George Campbell. I'd love to see a player trying to win a job. And there's been a lot of opportunities. Boy, if, if you want to win a job, probably should come to Atlanta United because if you're just sitting on the bench or playing with the twos, not seeing a lot of minutes, you're probably going to get called up because someone's going to get injured and we're going to need you and you're going to have the opportunity to win that position. And that's exactly what George Campbell's doing. Uh, I love to see it. I think he's shown a lot of confidence, a lot of ability. He's been aggressive, and especially for as young as he is, he could develop into a really good piece for us, especially under Miles' tutelage, you know, and once Miles moves on, which he will, this year, next, or at some point, he will move on. Uh, I think uh, George could be a, a worthy worthy heir apparent to, to Miles. We'll see. I like what I see so far. I like what he's contributed. He was never supposed to see this many minutes this season, like so many other players, and I think he's really stepped up. He's done a good job. I think he's shown a lot. Number four. Short and to the point. Our set-piece defending is nothing short of embarrassing. Constantly. Consistently. Open guy on the back post. Miscommunication. Nobody marking him. It can't happen. And it happens. <laughs> it can't happen, but it does happen. Time and time again, we get undone by corner kicks and set pieces. And then we can't make anything of them ourselves. Got a couple decent balls in last night, but we don't convert anything. It's exceedingly frustrating. So I'll leave it at that. And move on to the last one. The one everyone's talking about, Joseph, the red cards. Like, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I've been back and forth with on this with a few people, including Doug Roberson, the AJC. Here's my take on it. Here's my opinion. The red is crap. <laughs> Here's my opinion. Look, I, I understand why the red is given or why I think the red was given. I think Gantar was trying to keep things on an even keel. This to me just smacks of, you know, a parent punishing the two children. Cause you know, you can't, can't punish one without punishing the other. Cause the other one will get upset and it'll create a whole mess and a bigger situation. And ah, it's just not worth dealing with it. Send them both to their rooms. Even if one, didn't do anything wrong or was not nearly whatever they did was not nearly as egregious. Right. That for me is what happened last night. Joseph gets his hands around his neck. Yeah. He, he reacts and hands around his neck. But he didn't, I, I, I think it's a stretch to call that a retaliation for what he did. Swatting the hands away and, 
and stepping to him, even if he's stepping with his head. I don't see anything in, in Joseph's actions in isolation that warrants a red card. Like if nothing else had happened and Joseph, and Joseph was the only offender. Right. I don't that, that none of, none of nothing of what he did has a ref just pulling out the red card. I just don't see it. And I don't think that's why it was given. I think Antar was trying to keep things on an even keel. And it's frustrating. Because it just feels like the attempt to, to keep the game calm, which it wasn't after that point, after the double red, it was not calm. Things did not settle down. There was a horrible tackle on Moreno like two minutes later. So it didn't work. I would have preferred to see a double yellow. If you, if you want to treat both players the same, I, I, my opinion, I think Joseph gets the yellow. But yeah, it, it's, it's just frustrating because we finally start to get the ball to Joseph in dangerous places. It's even some decent service in. And then he's out on a red. And we're going to miss him for Columbus. The club might try to appeal. Um, I don't think it'll work because, and yes, I've seen the still photo that's out there from AP. Joseph has his hands to his face. I Joseph didn't take just a, like a clear swing at the guy. He didn't just go for his face. You, you're looking at a, a still image. It doesn't tell the whole story. You got to look at it in real time. Joseph's hands don't make initial contact with his face. It's lower than through, you know, it, it slides up. He's not. Aye, aye, aye. I'll leave it at that. I mean, it's just frustrating because. I guess we start Jackson on for Columbus on Saturday and, and we hope for the best. At least that's my that's the direction I would like to go. I would love to see Jackson start run out 60, 70, 80 minutes or whatever, bring Kubo in for the last 10 to 10 to 15. Um, we'll see what happens. I, I don't think the club's going to appeal. If they do, it'll just be for like morale's sake. Jason Longshore has been say, saying that a lot, that, you know, if the club's going to do it, it's just try the appeal. It's just going to be to say, hey, we're going to stand up for our guy and, and, and kind of rally the troops in the locker room and with, kind of full knowledge of knowing you're not going to win the appeal because technically letter of the law, the referee has, has covered there because there was some contact above the neckline uh, from Joseph, even though it's, there's more nuance to that, but he has cover in that way. And I just don't think the disciplinary committee is going to undermine um, the referees in, in that way. Uh, considering what went down and and their concern about the precedent that that would set going forward and for these types of comings together situations, so um, I, I I don't think we'll we'll see it. So we will be back. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for tonight. We will be back hopefully on Saturday or Sunday. I think Kristen's schedule will allow for that. And um, I guess we'll see if we could steal three points from Columbus 
It's getting, it's not, it's not exactly squeaky bum time. But boy, it's getting close. Nine point gap. Oh, we got to start winning games. A lot of them. Quickly. We could look back on this Montreal game and say that one point was actually pretty good if we go to Columbus and somehow magically get a result. They did get shocked last night. So we could be dealing with a Columbus that's still in a funk when we get there Saturday or a Columbus that, you know, kind of like when we went to Orlando, wants to uh, show up at home and have a good response after a poor match. I think that's kind of more likely to happen. And then we uh, then we come home and we have LAFC. It's, it's going to be tough, y'all. Um, and I believe we have Toronto coming up after that. That might be doable to get some points, but we got to steal some road points, road wins. We if if we get a win at Columbus and we come away off this road trip with four, that'd be all right. We do need to win the next game, then at home we need back to back wins. Got to make up nine points, and uh, you know just a result here and there. And then getting it done at home, I, I it's not enough. Uh, we have to start getting wins both at home and on the road. All right, y'all. Appreciate you as always for listening, especially when it's just me. And uh, I have nobody to bounce my bad jokes off of and to receive them. Uh, but we really do appreciate it. Kristen and I both do. And thank you both. Um, or thank you all very much for going to Sherwood and continuing to support them. It's really important uh, for what we do here and going forward. All right, y'all. We will be back either um, Saturday night or uh, sometime on Sunday. Talk to you then.